Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Linked AM here on BCN News. And, um, you know, we've had a busy week here. We've been talking about, if you've seen the front page um, of BCN News, of course, we've uh, we've been uh, featuring and showcasing uh, the the real, the, the conversations that we've been having over the past few weeks with Intista. Uh, and um, St- Steve Nunn, who is the CEO of uh, Intista, has uh, written a some really good articles, and we, we're, we're continuing to, uh, to actually put those out onto the feed. So uh, please go and check those out. But um, for the past couple of weeks, we talked about various things. And last time we spoke, uh, we, we talked about sort of the, the integration side. And uh, and somebody somebody said, um, they commented on one of my feeds, they said, wow, you really went crazy on, on the 70% of failure. Well, yes, because I was really, really shocked. That was a real shock to me to hear that a lot of um, mergers and acquisitions, they, they fail because of the, the lack of integration. Um, so we talked, we touched on that last time, but there was a piece of um, the conversation that came out, which was, well, okay, you've got all of that, you've done the acquisition, et cetera. So, but communication is important. So I thought, well, I'll bring the boys back on uh, and the boys being Marshall, Steve and Chuck, um, and they're in the virtual studio today. Hey guys, um, this is becoming a regular thing, isn't it? Um, it's oh, like- it it's like it's like being at the pub, just uh, having a chat around the uh, around the table, uh, which is great. But no, uh, seriously, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we we touched on that uh, the the integration seventy percent statistic that was was which was uh, really floated out there. Um, but um, you, you let's 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 back up, let's, let's showcase it, sort of thing. Let, let's set the state scene. Um, if you're asking why the failure rate is uh, so high. Well, yeah, because that, that, yeah. you remember that they they were saying to me that I kind of went a bit overboard on that, but guess right. what? Um, it's right. it is high. Yep, and I'd say there there's a, a number of reasons. Uh, one of it, one of those being, especially for companies that maybe haven't actually done an acquisition before, this is their first one, or maybe they did one and it was a very small one. It 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 was very easy, so they just don't attach much importance to the actual integration work for whatever reason. But again, it's often because they haven't done it before and they just assume it's going to be simple and easy and it's just not that big of a deal. Others think it's not even necessary. They basically have bought a company and everybody works for them and you're going to do it. You're going to do what we tell you to do because we now pay your paycheck. And so welcome to the company. We're done here. Get to work. Uh, and another reason it takes uh, it, there's so much failure is if it's going to be done right, in most cases, it just takes two things. It, it takes a lot of planning uh, and organizations that buy companies uh, just don't have the time to do the planning. They didn't realize how long it might take to do just the planning because they hadn't done it before. And then they find, well, we just don't have the bandwidth to do it. So they just uh, do as, as much as they can and just move on. And then if there's companies that actually know and understand the planning, what they learn is a plan isn't the same thing as actually doing the work and it's not simple. So 
I'd say those there's your three or four different reasons why the failure is so so high. And that, and that's why that's why you bring people in like Intista, isn't it? Uh, because it there's so many different layers um, uh, of of that simplicity. So 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 why isn't it simple? You completed the acquisition, um, and you have the integration plan ready to go. The day's arrived. You've you've you're ready to announce it to the world. Bright new future. You know, you're excited about it as such. So let's tell everyone, right? I mean, Marshall, that's it. It's, but it's not that simple, is it, Marshall? Oh, no, not so fast, Carl. Oh, okay. um, when you're doing the communication, <laughs> I get excited. Come on, guys. <laughs> I know. But when you're doing the communication, you really need to think about your target audience. You have multiple audiences. Because remember, just like you said, no one knew about this the day before the close. And so now everyone knows about it. So it's a lot different. Um, those people have different interests in the acquisition. They have different interests in the future of their own longevity. So you have to work out the communication with the various groups that are involved. You have your employees of the acquired business. You have your employees and staff of the acquiring business. You have your customer base, which is obviously the external side of things. You have your business partners and suppliers. Again, that's usually what an announcement makes um, an emphasis on, but you also have your shareholders, investors, you have media. Most of all, they underestimate the communication value to their internal organizations, both of them. And that's really where uh, things fall apart. So, so Steve, how do, how do you get this done then? Well, there's a, as you're saying, there's a lot to get done there. I mean, uh, there's so many ways to communicate now. We're using one right in front, right at the moment, aren't we? There's so many ways to communicate, and uh, they and they uh, together collectively they they get across to people what you try and say. Um, you know, if you tell somebody once, it's just not enough. You can tell people perhaps three times, and most of people get it, but you've got to tell them many times in many ways, so it isn't stale. So. What you're going to do is you're going to have to create like the welcome speech, you know, a PowerPoint that's going to have to be created, and someone's got to create that, you know, and it's and it's going to be so you're going to someone's going to write this for the the, the new owner who's going to say, hey, welcome to the company, here's what we do, here's the product, it's so exciting, it's great. So you got that the speech to the people internally, but then you also got as Marshall said, the audience of the, the press release. So the press release. Is, is something that's a specialized kind of way of writing. Um, it's a lot cheaper than it used to be, but you've still got to write it a certain format to get it out there. Um, then now we have web pages where pages are get updated and you had to get not only creative, but you had to get to written and then sort of hidden until the time of the announcement and then revealed. So you've got to coordinate this. Then there's social media. Uh, there's, you know, all different ways of doing that. And then, Another one is once you've announced it, the public, the suppliers, the partners, the people that you talk to are going to get on the phone to your sales support, your sales team, your call centers, and say, "Hey, what's going on with this acquisition? What's going on there?" And so the people in your company who are talking to them need some talking points. So all this stuff has it created. So you need someone, a communications person, a writer to write all this content in different forms for different audiences. It's a big thing. It's a project, really. And you need someone who's going to, you know, write it, assign when the pages get released on the website, you know, 
chase down finished wood as it finished and get it all done during the confidential phase. So it's not easy getting it all done. So you someone to own it, someone to, to, to be the manager of the communication. So, I mean, okay, you, you, you're, you're hidden in a back room <laughs> with your team, your, your, your deal team, et cetera. You've got all this communication plan. You've got all those things. But, you know, it's been difficult, hasn't it? Because COVID, everybody went, go away. <laughs> um, get out of the office. Uh, go and sit down behind a, a camera. Um, like, as you said, you know, we're, we're doing this through our virtual studio. Um, and uh, I'm sat in my, um, in my beautiful studio here. And, um, you know, Steve, you're, you're, uh, you're on your international travels. And uh, Marshall, you're in your mansion in Marseille. And uh, Chuck, you're in your, uh, your uh, palatial palace in uh, Washington, D.C. No, uh, but no, seriously, we, you had a, that post period now, COVID period, where there's a lot of people that are not in their offices how do you get everybody together? How do you communicate with people, Marshall? Yeah, well, and you're right. It's 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 complicated even further because it has to remain a secret until the announcement is actually ready to be made. That even complicates getting people together even more. Uh, but face-to-face is always the best. And even if it is Zoom, uh, scheduling the Zoom, just so they can see your expressions, they um, need to be able to trust you as a stakeholder. Um, and, and if you can't do a live Zoom everywhere, uh, because coordinating with multiple locations, they could be in different time zones. That's a very tricky thing. But if you can't do it in person or on a Zoom and you can't be at all locations at once, a video uh, that, that you can play is, again, a communication where they can see your expressions, they can sense your energy, um, they can get an enthusiasm because you really need to congeal everyone and, and keep that energy going straight forward. Um, and choosing the way you do the locations is equally important. If you do have to deal with multiple locations, make sure that you're not uh, alienating uh, by, by just the order that you present things to, um, because people can get uh, irrational and upset if uh, you choose someone else to uh, make the personal appearance first. Uh, so it's best if you can have um, executives from the company in all locations at the same time. That would be the, the best way to do it in person. So, so um, of course, in Tista and Infliction Point, you, you actually weave everything together and put this together. So once you've got all that together, the job's done, isn't it, Steve? Oh, I wish it was Carla. No, of course not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, to be fair, though, for some people, audiences, the announcement is the announcement is enough. Like the press, you know, it's enough really. But for the import, most important people, no, it's not finished. All the acquired people, the employees, the, the partners, the suppliers, the customers, they want to know, you know, what's going on. Is this ready yet? Can can, what, can I use the new invoicing system? Can I whatever it might be? You know, so you've got to um, tell people what they want to hear. But also, if we focus on the people, the employees, what they need to hear, and that changes over time. I mean, we start off, we announce uh, the, the big things are like, why did you buy us? Why did you choose now? Why did you, you know, uh, decide to move into the Midwest with our product? You know, and then on the flip side, the uh, leadership is saying, 
here's what I want you to know. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want us to deliver by October the 1st, whatever it might be. So, so that you know, people, they'll go through a lot of turbulence if they know why they're doing it. So the why is super important. And that's the announcement part and the early stage. But then once you get going, you have a honeymoon period and then it gets tough. Then then the, the honeymoon period is over and 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 it's and it's 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 challenging. It's challenging. So this is a time now to be there to 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 actually to do the rah-rah leadership, give honest information, give bad news if you have to, but be honest. Have a credible plan if you're off track, a credible plan to get back on track, you know. And just like in sales, you listen more than you speak. So although we talk about communication, you want to hear the problems are so you can fix them. Or hear the issues and address the concerns. You know. Then what then once you get you get through the the, 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 the roughest part, then it's about okay, let's keep going, maintain focus. We're almost there, we hit some milestones, let's keep pushing. This is still important to us, you know, which is tricky for leadership because they got to run a business as well as the integration. But, you know, eventually you can get to the point where you can start celebrating success. We've done this, you know, let's have an event. Let's, let's you know, let's, I want to communicate how grateful I, I, am, I am as a leader for you getting it all done, for us getting it all done, I should say. And look at where we are now, you know. So that's a kind of journey of communication through time as well. Well, I think I think one of the main main things. I mean, for, you know, hey, we're BCN News. We do press releases all the time. We're talking about different. We're delivering sort of stories about things, and those stories really are they're kind of one dimensional in a way. It, it's telling that story. Mm-hmm. It's you know, but the layers that are behind the scene of communicating with the people that are affected is so much more important because at the end of the day, everybody's got to get in clock in every day at nine o'clock or seven o'clock, whatever time they arrive at work and everything. And then you have to sort of, you know, keep that momentum going as such, because you've got to communicate. You've got, then you've got to listen to the emotions of the people because there's a lot of things we've done a lot of things on BCN news about, you know, the mental mental health care of, of work, the workplace, et cetera. And this could affect, so you've got to look and be and look after those folks because the communication piece is not just one dimensional of just telling, Hey, all your customers out there, you, that you've, you've brought two entities together and you're going to be one, you're going to be great. It's now you've got to make sure that the people that are delivering it are actually going, are going to be in place to actually deliver it. Absolutely right, Carl. I mean, I'll finish with this sort of punchline here. In the absence of communication, people will fill that void with worst case scenarios. So you know, so you need you need to communicate, almost over communicate, to so get right. people engaged and hit your milestones. Yeah, right. So, so Honestly, frequently, yep. often, and adjusting the messaging along the integration path. I mean, that's key. I mean, you just, again, that's a big key to it because, you know, you think you're going down this path and then you realize, okay, well, this subsector, uh, subsection of the entity we've just merged with or whatever, 
they're not they're not taking it as well as we thought it would because guess what when you plan for something it doesn't always go the way that you want it to so you've got to be able to be nimble and to sort of be able to be flexible on that messaging uh, that's absolutely crucial well it sounds like more uh, more than uh, <laughs> that you want to do and who will actually do this work that's what i want to know who, who does it chuck well, that's it's why you, we're isn't so, it? It's uh, just you, Chuck. You do it all now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and uh, kind of like is that you were maybe saying you don't want to do it. Well, I don't want to do it either. But I know two people here on the call with us that uh, do want to do it, and they're very good at it. And so, again, we're so happy to have partnered with uh, Intista for just that very reason. Is going back to what I was saying earlier. Oftentimes. When our client figures out what it is that they have to do, they don't want to do it either. So it makes all the sense in the world to bring in people that are real specialists at this. They've done it many times. There's not going to be many surprises, many things they haven't seen before. They can smell some problem coming before it comes because they've been through it so many times before. That's what you you you're buying is that expertise and perhaps to a large extent avoiding problems that would otherwise have happened. So the ROI can sometimes be intangible unless you've been through it before and you know what that true cost was when, when it's all said and done and you don't want to have that cost again, hiring professionals that know what they're doing keeping bad things from happening, then those people understand the real ROI or the avoidance of bad things happening and the assurance of better things happening. So that's what we believe. We believe strongly in the hiring of professionals so that the company and its team can keep doing what they need to do. They're going to have their hands full enough to just deliver from an operation standpoint, their own company. So one of the things that, you know, I, I, I'm, I've been absorbing and learning over the past, you know, three conversations. I mean, it really has. It feels like we, we've been having conversations for the whole, you know, year as such. We've had three conversations. Uh, and and when I came into this, I'm going to be very honest. I came into this thinking, oh, a merger and acquisition. I've been part of mergers and acquisitions in my career. Uh, and I was one of the people that was affected by it as such. But it, it, I just thought, oh, yeah, well, it all happens in the background and it just works and it comes together. All of a sudden, I'm hearing all these different layers, and we've talked about that again, that are, are put into the planning of this. And I've realized that you can't just go into this blindly. Uh, you can think, oh, yeah, I'm just going to bring these. And what I love about one of the articles that uh, that Steve, you, you wrote, was what do you have when you bring two businesses together? You have two businesses, <laughs> and they could run uh, you know, as, as independents, but you've just bought two businesses. You need to bring those two businesses together to really showcase what effectiveness that is. So, um, guys, I think what we've done today is really, again, reinforce the fact that if you are thinking about merging or acquiring another company, really to be effective and to grow, um, don't just go in blindly. You know, talk to experts. Uh, Steve and Marshall at Intista, you know, 
you, you've you've really just outlined over the past three conversations the reasons why. And Chuck, you just underlined it there. You don't hire a mechanic to fix, you know, a car mechanic to fix your washing machine. Um, because guess what? Your washing machine might be driving down the road and you're washing your dirty washing still there. But um, you, you actually have specialists that can do what they need to do. And so, and if uh, I could make one more comment, uh, Carl, is that a, another reason we're so pleased to have partnered with Antista is that our experience is mergers between, especially if one of the companies is a giant company maybe they've gotten the merger down to an art and if it doesn't work, it doesn't take the company down. It's all in all a small merger with a giant company doesn't pose nearly the amount of risk that if you have a smaller company and a merger doesn't work and with smaller companies, sometimes they're more personal, almost a family feel. And that brings up a, another set of dynamics that's just not in the larger companies. And that's one of the things that Antista brings to the table is they don't work with with uh, mergers that involve more than a thousand people. So it's a real niche. It's a real expertise that's in our space. Well, I know that we've got planned um, sort of in, in, the, in the series that we're going to be producing, you know, we're going to be di deep diving into that because, again, family, family businesses, you know, there's a passion there. People have ownership and, and they care about their employees. So so that's a whole new dynamic, isn't it? So, uh, Steve and Marshall, I know you're going to be talking about that. Well, um, I'm afraid we've come to the end of our, our time because, uh, you know, we could go on forever, couldn't we? Uh, but uh, I think we've, we've really, really um, outlined how communication is very important within uh, mergers and acquisitions. And, um, you know, I know, Steve, you've written another article. We'll be publishing that on BCN News. Um, and, um, and again, you know, we'll have you back on and we'll tackle some of these very, very, very uh, topical um, subjects because uh, people need to know about it. And I appreciate your expertise and coming on to the show, guys. You're very welcome. Thank I you. Like Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Marshall. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Chuck. And of course, you know, that again, was a great conversation, wasn't it? Um, you know, if you want more details, go to BCN News. I'm going to put the link to uh, Steve's article in under this post, etc. And uh, go, on, go and check it out. And if you more, want more information, uh, they've got a little uh, sort of uh, flyer, little uh, information sheet, uh, the 12 steps of integration, which are things that you need to know. Uh, you can download that. You can request that through uh, through the link on the web page as well. So don't don't forget to do that because they're there to talk to. They, they, they know they're the experts. And so please just uh, reach out to them if you've got some questions. They'd love to talk to you, I know. Okay, well, until the next time, uh, I'll see you on the next Linked AM. Goodbye.